This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 999, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, August the 3rd. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 999. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, August the 3rd. This is actually the last time I'll be doing a reviews episode for this podcast. Uh, So that's kind of bittersweet to imagine. Um, When I think back, way back to the old days of the podcast, it's hard to believe that um, the first few episodes, I think episodes two, three, and four or something like that, I did reviews. Um, I hadn't figured out the format yet. And then I think right from that point, then uh, it would always be odd numbered episodes uh that would be the ones that would end up having the reviews and uh that never changed and that was just the way it's been since as i said within the first few episodes i kind of figured out that was going to be the the weekly format um or actually i guess technically um was it semi-weekly format because i have usually two episodes a week um so this will be the last time i actually talk about books uh and break down some of the issues it's interesting to kind of chart the progress over time because i feel like you know when i started out i didn't have kids a more disposable time to read comics and I would talk about 10 to 20 books a week and that's just the way it was and then now you know I talk for 10 minutes about like four books and it's just very different um I used to be I probably used to go more in depth and now it's just more kind of I also used to give actual reviews or like ratings I don't do that anymore either I just kind of talk about if I like a book or not um you know what I like about it what I don't and but I I don't go crazy with it um so, you know, let's talk about some of the books that came out this particular week as we go into this, you know, 10-minute epi- ten episode. Uh, last time I do this, uh, first episode, or first issue up is Batman Killing Time, issue 6, by Tom King and David Marquez. Um, it's definitely a gorgeous book. David Marquez's artwork is great. I probably enjoyed this issue more than most. Um, I think the last few issues, I had I have a lot of complaints about that, or I've had a lot of complaints about this series, feeling like a very Tom King book in some of the worst ways, and so I think he just likes being really clever, and my problem with it is that I felt like all the time jumps did not make me feel... I didn't think it was cool because there was almost too many back and forth. At least it was more obvious here, whereas in um, his Batman Catwoman, I just felt like it was all over the place. I never really knew where I was or where, when I was supposed to be, and it just got very frustrating uh, as a reader. And this, you know, just felt like there was a lot of shifts and a lot of like, this is the date, and this is, we're this many hours away from where we were, and then this many minutes and all that kind of stuff. And I just found it didn't, didn't work for me. And it just felt very frustrating as opposed to enjoyable. Um, this issue felt more enjoyable because it was it felt a little bit more co- more coherent now that we know it's the clock king kind of seeing how all the pieces lock together was intriguing and interesting however i also wonder really what was the point um and i don't have an answer there like why did clock king do everything and i i, I don't know if that really makes sense or yeah so i, I it's almost like Tom King was like, you know what, I should do a story about clocking, manipulating things, and I can use time jumps to be cool. But then not really having a, a good thing to pull it all through. So I feel like it just it felt like it lacked the final, you know, kind of punch. That being said, I would say the art is fantastic um, all the way through. David Marquez does not disappoint. Um, there's some really great moments here. There's some that visually just don't make as much sense. Like there's one where um, Batman kind of confronts... Um, Catwoman and, and Riddler, and it's just something with, with the way he's standing and the way that the cape is flying that just doesn't work for me. Um, but there's also other parts where the whole kind of confrontation with Clock King and sitting next to Clock King uh, looks gorgeous. So 
I, I really kind of went back and forth. For the most part, I'd say the art was fantastic. The story was definitely better here. It felt a little bit more coherent, um, not linear per se, but at least more put together. Now, part of that's because it's the last, last issue, so you're able to kind of tie things together in a bow in a way that a little bit makes a little bit more sense, whereas in the previous issues, it felt like we just kept jumping, 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 and I didn't know where it was going, and it just felt, instead of being cool and something that kind of kept me off my, on my toes, I just felt like it kept me dis- discombobulated and not really able to enjoy what's really going on here. Um, so, yeah, that's that particular book. Uh, next up is Batman 126. Uh, this is written by Chip Zdarsky, who was on episode, what, 996 of this show, talking about working on Batman. Um, I really love this. Um, it's our, our work is by Jorge Jimenez. Um, you got... Um, I didn't. I didn't do this. Uh, hold on. Let me go back for a second to Killing Time. I just realized I didn't do a, a proper accounting of the um, incredibly um, talented people who worked on the book. Um, there was colors by Alejandro Sanchez, letters by Clayton Cowles. Sorry about that. I usually like to mention those people. Uh, so in Batman, by Chip Zdarsky and Jorge Jimenez, you also have Tomu Mori on colors and Clayton Cowles on letters again. Um, so I just thought this book was fantastic. I love the narration. I love how the what getting inside Batman's brain, what he's thinking about. I love how the Bat family is is operating. Uh, like you know, this failsafe character was interesting. Um, there's a, a particular page. I want to say it's like page 11 or so, where you have a, a look of absolute horror in Batman's face because he's like trying to escape. He's he throws a zip, you know, his uh, a bat line. He's flying into the air, and he gets his leg or sorry, his cape gets grabbed, and then he you have this look of absolute fear for a moment, and I love that. I don't know why, but it just it humanizes Batman to see him fear. Uh, or have fear because often we're used to Batman kind of just being the ultimate badass but something about you know he can still feel fear and still be worried and something about that moment really was sold in Jimenez's artwork um so, so far, we don't really know what this failsafe character really is, but it is interesting to kind of see how it takes on the Bat family, uh, the interactions between uh, the Bat family and uh, failsafe as they, you know, they have a, a pretty epic fight. It's really well put together and choreographed. Love the artwork by Jimenez. I thought, uh, again, the, the storytelling by um, was, Chip was pretty strong. Um, now we go somewhere I didn't expect um, in terms of we got the return of the, the uh, and R, um, which obviously, you know, is something that was so quaint back in the day, and then it was made into something very different uh, under Morrison. And I could go on record and saying I'm not a huge fan of Morrison's run on Batman. I didn't like a lot of it, and it just, I don't know, something about it just really did not work for me. So I'm curious to see how Chip's going to integrate this aspect of Batman that, you know, I have not always enjoyed in the past. Um, but uh, so far, you know, I, I trust him as a creator, so I'm willing to see what happens next. Uh, we got Flashpoint Beyond, which, as I read it, I was like, have I read the last three chapters? But it does say something to the quality of the book that I felt like I didn't miss a lot, and it was still very enjoyable and interesting. Uh, it's written by Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns, Tim Sheridan, and Jeremy Adams. That's a lot of people. You got art by Zermanico and Mikhail Yannon, who does the last two pages. Um, it's called The Other Side of the Wall, and um, it's a lot about, you know, in the Flashpoint universe, seeing what Thomas is dealing with um, in his world. Um you know, and, and Earbird Thon, and there's other kind of uh, characters here. I like the idea of there being a kind of a mystery or a clock, and 
that um, Batman's discovering, and he has to use his surgical skills in order to be able to uncover it. I thought was really interesting. Um, you have, uh, I guess, this version of Two Face's uh, daughter, uh, sorry, son, um, come to kind of save her. Um, really interesting, and he, you kind of build to something as you have kind of the clock motif, and you have, uh, I guess, the return of um, the, the, you know, this version of the Joker in the, in the Flashpoint universe. So I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, the last two pages, I'm less clear on what the, that was you know what's going on there and that's the Michael Yannon pages but generally speaking I thought this was really enjoyable and interesting even though I didn't necessarily know what was going on um, which is a testament to the creative team um, that you can kind of jump into a book and maybe not know everything that's going on and still find it to be an entertaining comic there are a lot of comics I read sometimes where I'm like if I didn't know what was going on I wouldn't enjoy this because it's, it would make me so lost uh, whereas I didn't get lost here I found it had a very strong narrative structure um, and it was able to guide me into the story and to the characters that I saw. And last but not least, we have uh, X-Men 92 House of XCII by Steve Fox, Salva Espen, Israel Silva, that's writer, artist, and colorist, with virtual calligraphies Joe Sabino on letters. I got a cover by David Baldeon and Israel Silva, and a variant cover by Mike Del Mundo. You got designed by Jay Bowen, and uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy this. Um, it's an interesting kind of riff on you know the the kind of the '90s X-Men in terms of designs and what they look like in the TV show um, versus you know adding in elements of Krakoa. Uh, there's a lot of homages to classic things, um, like for example, um, there's uh, an homage to Bullseye killing Elektra in here. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other homages that I saw. There's uh, obviously there's homages to like old video games like choose your sword fighter uh was an interesting moment uh with archon oh there was a shot where you have beast kind of bounding forward uh away from where professor x is and that brings to mind x-men number one uh covered by jim lee so there's just a lot of little touches here that are in and here and there that i really enjoyed um i like that it's you know similar to house house of x in in, in some ideas but different in others um i really am enjoying this and find it such an interesting remix um, you know, uh, of some of something that I've been reading in Kokoa, but you know, using different versions of characters, they're similar but different, and um, it's just interesting to kind of see how it all melts together. It, I find this to be incredibly enjoyable, a lot of fun, and I, I that's one thing I've said over the last 10 years is that I've come to value fun in comics a lot more than I used to. Um, I love you know, and any fun comic, and uh, I you know, the more places I can get it, the better. Um, and so it's very nice to be able to kind of see that. And, uh, yeah, I, I like seeing what's going to happen um, in fun comics. I want to have fun. Um, you know, if I have one message to give, it's that I just want to be entertained. And But having a sense of fun is a, a lot more important to me than it used to be um, when I read comics these days. Um, and then moving forward, we've got... Um, you know, in terms of books coming out next week or really tomorrow on August the 10th, coming from DC, we got new issues of Batgirls, Batman Urban Legends. Um, let's see what Blood Syndicate, Dark Crisis Worlds Without a Justice League, Green Lantern. That has a lot of words. Deceased War, The Undead Gods. You got Deathstroke Inc. Volume 1 uh, hardcover, King of the Supervillains. You got new issues of Harley Quinn, I Am Batman, Jurassic League. Uh, you got Commandy by Jack Kirby, Trade Paperback Volume 1. I uh, got Sandman number one special edition. Yeah, you, you better believe it. I uh, got Wonder Woman's Superman, Son of Kal-El. And then over at Marvel, we have new issues of, let's bring up the list, Axe Judgment Day number two of six. I 
am finding it hard to care, but I will try and read Axe at some point. Uh, you've got Amazing Spider-Man number seven. Um, Loving This by Zeb Wells, also recently on the show in the last episode, 998. we got Avengers and Moon Girl, Black Panther, uh, Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever. Uh, you got Black, uh, sorry, Captain Carter, Five of Five. You got Giant Size Gwen Stacy, which actually has the entire run of that miniseries that I bought the first two issues of. Uh, we got Marvel Masterworks Daredevil. Um, we have Miss Marvel Wolverine, number one. I'm not even sure what that is. We have Predator, number one. Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Star Wars Hansel and Chewbacca. You got Venom Lethal Protector, five of five. You got X Men Legends. So you got another run of X Men Legends uh, starting over with issue number one. So uh, a lot of good stuff coming out uh, to enjoy. So thanks again for for listening, not just to this reviews episode, but really to any of them. Uh, thank you for you know being around for ten years of reviews of comics. I do appreciate it. Um, I do miss writing about comics. Um, I used to write for Comic Stream and CX Pulp way back in the day, 2004 to like 2010. Uh, so I do kind of miss writing about comics. Uh, it's been fun talking about comics for 10 years, but I do miss writing about them. Um, you know, figuring out interesting things to say. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening. You can email me at comic shenanigans, comic shenanigans at gmail.com. Write the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and listen to us on Stitcher. Although, really, you don't really need to subscribe. There's only one more episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for being along for this uh, journey of review viewing comics and we will catch you for the next one the last episode coming up in three days uh episode a thousand enjoy